Hey friends, you are listening to the Daily Treasure Podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. I'm Sharon Betters, and it's a privilege to join you today as we take a break from our journey to Christmas with the midwives of the Messiah to offer some tips for Christmas grief relief. Today's devotional is called Christmas Grief Relief, and today's treasure is the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to grant to those who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the happiest season of all, except when it's not. Harry Connick Jr.'s Mary lyrics sharply contrasted with the sad tears and unending ache in my chest that accompany me every minute of every day in the days leading up to our first Christmas without our sweet youngest child, Mark. Christmas was on our minds even the night of his death. On our way home from the hospital that hot July night, Chuck grabbed my hand and whispered, Christmas, what will we do about Christmas? We know many who read and listen to Daily Treasure are deeply grieving, whether from the loss of a child, a spouse, a relationship, a lifelong illness, or a life you did not choose. Your grief runs deep, and the holidays amplify your sorrow. This week's devotionals are designed to help prepare you for Christmas in the darkness of your grief. And for those of you who are not in deep grief, it's our hope you will be better equipped to understand your friend's broken heart and how to come alongside of her. In the early years after Mark's death, the anticipation of the holidays often felt worse than the holidays themselves. 30 years later, I experienced joy in this most wonderful time of the year, but not because it's the happiest season of all, because for many, it's not. About two weeks before Thanksgiving, I begin to feel disorganized, disconnected, and emotionally edgy. Responding to irritations patiently is more difficult. Anger and impatience buy for top billing in situations that don't normally rattle me. And every year, Chuck reminds me, your root problem is grief. You miss Mark, and the holidays crack open the door for sadness to make an appearance. Over the past few years, my extended family grief has deepened. My sister and her family continue to search for ways to create joy. When an empty chair reminds them, my brother-in-law is gone. Two of my siblings each lost a child this past year. Memories of preparing for Christmas with my dear friend Diane bring tears not only for myself, but for her dear husband and children whose godly and beautiful matriarch is gone from this earth. Each year brings more losses, and the freight train of sorrow still surprises me with its ferocity and power. One reason the holiday season is so difficult for grieving Americans is because marketing gurus tap deep into our core need for community and family. The most effective ads are those that imply healthy, conflict-free relationships. Thanksgiving and Christmas are ready-made opportunities for stirring up our God-given hunger for peace and whole families. 
divorce, broken relationships, childlessness, loss of a loved one, financial disaster, singleness, conflict-filled marriage, illness with no end in sight. None of these fit the HAP happiest time of the year template. So all of those ads magnify the holes in our own broken lives and push us to try our hardest to create the elusive feelings of belonging and being needed. Anticipation of our first Christmas without Mark amplified his absence. Like so many broken people, I wanted to jump from November 1st to mid-January. Yet somehow, I knew this first Christmas without Mark was the most important Christmas of my life. Such truth exhausted me, yet also drew me to use what little energy I had to search for the riches stored in secret places designed to help me experience Christmas in a life-transforming way. And so, my grieving friends, I want you to know, before you give in to the desire to skip Christmas, understand Christmas is for those who mourn, for those who grieve. Christmas is for those of us who mourn and grieve because Jesus conquered the very things that create such sorrow in our hearts. Ironically, when viewed through a grid of pain, the Christmas story can cultivate and nurture the seeds of hope and redemption our God planted on that first Christmas. The darkness and blood and death surrounding the birth of Jesus can serve to make His light even brighter to those who are desperately seeking their way on this black pathway of grief. As we start the month of December, I'll share a few journal entries I wrote the first Christmas without Mark, along with some grief relief moments. I hope those of you who are anticipating Christmas as the happiest time of the year will pray for those who want to pull down the shades and sleep through the next month, because every Christmas tradition, trinket, decoration, or song heightens the deep longings for what was, for something more. Each day this week, I'll offer a life-giving resource to those who mourn and practical ways to help turn the hearts of grieving friends toward Jesus. In the meantime, I invite everyone to listen to Preparing for Christmas in the Darkness of Grief, a conversation between Chuck and me. You can go to helpandhopenow.org and look for our page on Grief Relief Resources, where you'll find a link to this podcast. Friends, Christmas is for those who mourn. And I want to share for those who mourn to give yourself permission to experience Christmas differently and start thinking about how to navigate the potential emotional minefields. Ask the Lord to give you glimpses of the joy to the world Jesus brings. And for those of you who have grieving friends, encourage your friend to start thinking through how she will spend the month of December including decorating, traditional activities, Christmas Eve, and Christmas Day. A resource I highly recommend is written by Vanitha Reisner. You know, we don't know what we don't know. Well, my friend Vanitha knows grief and shares how to help the hurting during the holidays. And you can find her article on what the hurting need at the holidays at vanitha.com. So again, friends, remember, Christmas is for those who mourn. And Lord, may we find a path through the holidays that helps us focus on the monumental birth of our Savior and how His birth gives us hope in the middle of deep sorrow.